This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. For over a thousand generations, the Jedi Knights were the guardians of peace and justice in the old republic before the dark times. Before the Empire, a young Jedi named Darth Vader, who was a pupil of mine until he turned to evil, helped the Empire hunt down and destroy the Jedi Knights. Vader was seduced by the dark side of the Force. Yes, Master. Newcomers, I'm Nicole Byer. <laughs> I'm Lauren Lapkus. We're watching Star Wars for the first time. Yes. We're deep in this stuff. Yes. Oh my God. We are at the thir- the sixth movie, but the third movie of the timeline in this franchise, Revenge of the Sith. Do you think that it's the Sith movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Our guest home, is Lauren. very upset already <laughs> that he agreed to do this. Yeah. Um, we have Andy Daly here. You've seen him on Veep, Modern Family. He has an amazing show called Andy Daly's Review, which you can oh. now get all on DVD, I believe. Yes. It's coming out on DVD on February 25th, but this is already later than that. So, yes, get it now. Get your DVDs. He's also on A Million Cartoons, Big big City Greens, Bob's Burgers, Big Mouth, lots of bigs. Yeah, mm-hmm. only very the big, big shows. Put me on the big shows. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've had a bit of a journey with Revenge of the Sith. I have, yes. 
Well, I was a tremendous Star Wars fan, fan of the originals in the mm-hmm. 70s and 80s as a child, like beyond the beyonds, mm-hmm. like absurdly so. I, I saw the first one 21 times in the theater. 21, 21, 21 times? 21 times, yes. I That's... don't even know. There's mm-hmm. 52 weeks in, so you spent six months. I guess so. <laughs> essentially seeing this movie. Yeah, well, in those days, a movie, would I feel like it was in the theaters for like a year, and every birthday party for everybody oh, I knew was yes. like, you know, we're coming over, we're piling 11 kids in the mm-hmm. station wagon unsafely, <laughs> and it's 1977, and yes. then we're going to see Star Wars at the Paramus Multiplex, and then we'll come home and have pizza. And- Paramus, New Jersey? Yeah. I, I know that you phrase. New Jersey? I'm from Middletown. <laughs> oh, sure. Mm-hmm. You know you know that. Maybe. I know Paramus. Where the four meets the seventeen. The Paramus multiplayer. Yeah, probably. Does that make sense? It feels mm-hmm. really sure. familiar. He'd know Paramus. Staten Island. Uh-huh. Yeah. Long Island? Long Island. Long Island. It's from Long an island. island. <laughs> He's got a tattooed on his arm. So mm, right. I guess Long he doesn't forget which one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's interesting that movies stayed. It makes total sense that they were staying in the theater longer. Mm-hmm. I mean, things just come and go here so fast. You're like, did that even get to be in the theater. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because this was even pre-VCR. Like there was, once the movie left the theater, it might get edited for television. But other than that, you you weren't going to see it again, again, right? Oh, that's so wild. What, if you, and this, I'm going to, I'm not acting like you're older than I am. I don't understand life. uh, Look, I'm I'm (laughs) celebrating my age. I can't wait for this question. (laughs) So no one owned a movie before? <laughs> no, you didn't own movies. You Wait, didn't own movies. But could you buy the film of a movie? Uh, I recall one birthday party of mine, my dad did get out of the library a a film version, a can of film of The Rescuers, and we had a projector, wow. and we watched that. So I think, uh. but it was very unusual. Mm-hmm. That sounds really fun. Yes. And opulent. Yeah. <laughs> right? We rented The Rescuers, children. <laughs> From the library. <laughs> <laughs> We've spared every expense. Oh, my God. Well, Revenge of the Sith came out in 2005. Mm-hmm. Now, did you see this 21 times? Uh, no, I believe I saw it once. But just to put this <laughs> in a little bit of context, so that the first three movies uh, I loved, and then you remember that they all came out again, the special editions, right? Uh, we don't know. No. You don't know about that? <laughs> no, we have no idea. Yeah. Every piece of information about these movies is new. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, let me tell you, mm-hmm. I, just to put in context, Revenge of the Sith. Okay. So the the first movie took over my life, and <laughs> and so did the second one, and the third one to a lesser degree. I had all the figures. I had all the trading cards. I cared deeply about Star Wars. I played it on the way to school when it was snowy. I was on the planet Hoth. You get the idea. Anyway. <laughs> Cute. So then, and we we were told at that time that those three movies were the middle three of a nine-part series that George Lucas had in mind. Like, mm-hmm. that was kind of known in the 70s. Oh, wow. And also, it was- I don't was, think whoa. we've had that no. facts given to us. Yeah, that was like a thing whoa. that was out there. And another thing that was out there, but in the kind of, like the status of a rumor, was that Darth Vader became Darth Vader because- as a pupil of Obi-Wan's, they had a lightsaber fight near a lava river that he ended up in and got like his limbs burned off. And so now he's encased in this Darth Vader outfit. It was just like a thing that somebody had heard and somebody said and somebody like it was just out there. Yeah. But I don't Whoa. know what, what official source there was. But then, so in the 90s, George Lucas, there's these rumblings that he is going to 
start cranking out some of the, mm-hmm. the remaining six movies. That must have been very exciting. It was very exciting. And that to warm up to do it, he was releasing special edition versions mm-hmm. of the original three with like kind of new special effects and deleted scenes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so those came out and I went to see each one of those at the Ziegfeld in New York on 54, uh-huh. which is yep. like a, an event movie yes. theater. And on opening night with a packed crowd, and it was like some of the most fun I've ever had in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Partly because you're seeing like the characters, like who's that guy in the first Star Wars movie? Biggs, like the character of Biggs. Please remind us. <laughs> yeah, who is so Biggs? Luke in the when it, Star Wars originally came out in 1977. Uh-huh. And by the way, it wasn't called A New Hope at that time. It was just called Star Wars. They uh-huh. only retitled it when they were, oh. anyway. He references Biggs. His friend Biggs, who's mm-hmm. in the academy and whatever, but you you almost don't see him at all. Like they cross paths on the way to their X wings for the final battle, but there were all these deleted scenes with Biggs, and oh. so when the special edition came out, and that's what you're seeing now. If you if you buy, oh. you wait, do we see Biggs? I don't know. I don't remember Biggs. I don't either. I think you must have seen Biggs. <laughs> what did Biggs look like? I'm on Google Biggs. Yeah, Google Biggs. <laughs> Was Biggs uh, big? Not so big. <laughs> hmm. The place went bananas for every line of dialogue of Biggs's because it was like, this guy, this actor is getting his moment all these years later. I don't know if we've seen Biggs. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like I remember Biggs. Yeah. Biggs is very attractive. He's cute with the mustache and mm-hmm. all this stuff. I like on. it. Um, I don't know if that was the version, but okay. So so Biggs must have been thrilled to get his moment, too. Oh, my God. Can you imagine that guy? Rip. Rest in peace. Yes, possible. <laughs> but so then. Phantom Menace comes out, right? Uh-huh. And I mean, you want to like it, yes. And it's it's tough to like, yeah. Right? Real hard to like. And did it, you it, like the kid? Um, I don't think I did. A lot I of mean, people didn't like that kid. I liked him. You did. I just like to state. I would like to state that Biggs is still alive. Oh, oh good. good. Yes. Okay. You know, like everybody, I was very <laughs> distracted by Jar Jar Binks, and that that well, you know, not it, everybody was distracted. Some people thought that was the best character. I enjoy Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks is a great physical comedian. Uh, the voice <laughs> maybe is an I uh-huh, When he uh-huh. came on screen, I said to John Milheiser, my roommate, I went, ooh, Jar Jar, my yeah. friend. <laughs> and I said, oh, there's Jar Jar. And then Mike goes, he's not in this thing. I go, I just saw him. He goes, well, let's see. And then he came back and I went, see? <laughs> Jar Jar's in this one. I think I know more than uh, you now. But Jar Jar was like a, a, a place to aim your anger. But, yeah. it, you know, and so you kind of, at least the, the conversations I heard revolved around how awful Jar Jar was and how like to have those commentators at the pod race being like, oh, that had to hurt. Like we people did were not like, them like them. People were mad <laughs> about <laughs> stuff like that. I think they're right. You know, it was like, the, I think if you have all that build up, you're yes. so excited. And then they do yes. some like goofy shit. Like there are silly jokes in these movies that I do. La- I mm-hmm. even laughed at something out loud in this movie. I laughed at, so many things. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that's kind of, like, a cheap one to have, like, the yeah. modern-day announcers mm-hmm. and, like, things like that. I'm like, well, you're just kind of throwing shit at the wall for fun. There I was a story. There was an anecdote that um, George Lucas, either in preparation for the second prequel or the third one, gathered together a whole bunch of, of comedy writers and oh. they read the script and he said, guys, what do I do? Because people were so mad at the announcers in that first movie and the comedy overall generally in The Phantom Menace. Like, I, I want some advice. I want to hear all your points of view. And the consensus of the comedy writers was don't make jokes. Mm. It was actually like, I know you've hired That's us to it. punch up this script. Mm-hmm. There should be no jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
There shouldn't be any. Yeah. I mean, truly, like, and there is a moment in this that I know got, like, ripped apart. Mm. Um, I don't, like, Wait, the, which moment? the part where Darth is like, no. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I laughed so hard I had to pause it, <laughs> and then I rewound it, and I watched it again. It's really funny. It's well, I amazing. kind of, like, watched it blankly the first time, and then Mike was like, what'd you think of that funny part? And I go, oh, yeah, there's a funny part. Would you and think then, it's supposed to be funny? It's not intentionally well, no, funny. No, no, no. But it's like the part that everyone is like was mad about yeah. or something. And I was like, I need to rewind this. And then I found it again. I was like, yeah, I guess that's kind of weird. I really, it's I didn't have a big reaction so to it. so funny. It's silly. His arms are still kind of chained. Yeah. And they're kind of, they're not even stretched out all the way. He just goes, no. I know. It's weird. <laughs> but it's the best weird. part of it is that that is literally the only syllable pronounced by James Earl Jones in the whole movie. So he came in to just come in and record, no. No, does he no, say he one more thing? More. Yeah. He does. Maybe that's a remastered yeah. thing. Oh, Maybe. Oh. He talks no, more after that. This is why I think this is an interesting. I could be wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I had heard that his Hayden Christensen's voice like changes and then he goes, no, as Darth Vader voice. And he's talking as himself first, and the voice like comes out of it. Oh. I think they changed it so it's all Darth Vader, and like the voice is all James Earl Jones, and okay. then no. Oh, interesting. I'd be, I'd be curious to find out about that because I was when I was reading trying to find mm-hmm. out why this was so funny. Mm-hmm. People were like, "Because he says this Hayden Christensen voice," and then he says, "No." Oh, that oh. would have been very jarring to so, hear. And, and I think in the yeah. theater, the that remastered really one, it's definitely Darth Vader oh. being like, "Is Padma." Is she dead? Is she dead? And then Palpatine's like, you killed her. And then, no! (laughs) (laughs) No! No! I want to find out about that. We'll see. Well, so, and then I have almost no memories of the second sequel, except that I remember the knock on that was that, like, we're getting deep in the weeds on tax policy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Intergalactic tax policy. Yes. Like, it couldn't be more boring. And uh, And then, as I was just reading you guys downstairs... Uh, A.O. Scott of the New York Times, a movie reviewer who I really, really love, like I actually think he is an artist of a film reviewer, wrote a review of Revenge of the Sith before I saw it. I will read you the the important part, uh, which I've lost. Here it is. (laughs) This is by far the best film in the more recent trilogy and also the best of the four episodes Mr. Lucas has directed. That's right. And my inner 11-year-old shudders as I type this. It's better than Star Wars. So said A.O. Scott of the New York Times. And did you, and you read a review of it before you saw it. Did that color your opinion? It completely did, I think. Mm -hmm. I I was, now I was so excited to see it and I went and saw it and I kind of walked out of there going, I see what A.O. Scott is talking about. Yeah. It's really, really great. And it was very thrilling to get to see the lava lightsaber Mm -hmm. fight that had been like schoolyard talk, like to actually see it occur, the making of Darth Vader. I was kind of like, yeah, this is a dark origin story of Darth Vader that hangs together and tees up the original trilogy well. And I was very... So much so that I bought the novelization. Wow. And, you know, that's a big deal. <laughs> I, got, I saw it. Now I got to read it and imagine it. <laughs> Is the novelization longer in terms of pages than the movie or shorter? Oh, longer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more yeah, in-depth. Yeah. Like, yes, we get into the heads of the character. Oh, my God. Mm. I actually liked this one. And I put that in, like, mm-hmm. you know, quotes but not it's like I liked it I actually thought it was pretty interesting I was bored for good long portions because mm-hmm. it's well over two hours it's but so long 
I thought the way that the, this this one was like the best one in my opinion because it tells you so much about the first one, the new A New Hope. Mm-hmm. I learned so much about these characters and how they got to where they are. The, I felt like I'm gonna fuck up all the titles: Phantom Menace. Yes. And then what's the other one? Attack of the Clones. Yeah. The, those two. We watched Attack of the Clones. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Right? Where, it's very forgettable. That's where all the stormtroopies come. Right, 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 right. And they're all Django Fett. Mm-hmm. I just, I felt like both of those were like all over the place and like really backstory I didn't want. This yes. is the yeah. backstory I wanted. I want to know yes. how did Darth yeah. exactly become yes. what he looks like and how are the babies born and how is it twins and blah, blah, blah. And like, I think I they like should that. have been the first one of the trilogies. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or like half of it should have been the first one. Second half he turns into Darth Vader and then the third one we get to see like Luke and Leia maybe grow up right something well because like with mm. the first movie a new hope we thought so much of the good shit happened in that one because we've heard about it our whole lives and it's like wait he doesn't mm-hmm. say i'm your father oh. he like there's not job of the hut there's mm-hmm. not whatever the fuck. like all that stuff like doesn't really happen and that's that makes sense if he had done it this way and like kind of pieced out some of right? it would be similar to how the first one the first yes. three were yeah it did feel like those first two prequels were just kind of killing time mm-hmm. until we get to this stuff which matters. Yeah, I didn't need to start with Anakin as a child. No, oh. nobody yeah. needed to see and that. And that kid mm-hmm. actor did not need that either apparently. No. So, mm-hmm. uh, <sighs> Did you clock the way that uh, Ewan McGregor said specialty in the movie? I don't he know if that hit me. Sith Lords are specialty. <laughs> <laughs> Probably his accent coming through. It and made me laugh so hard. I was like, nobody asked him to do that again. Oh my god! Just one more time. Just one. Just, just one. Listen to how we I, say it. Just one then. little reset. <laughs> I love his performance as a young Alec Guinness, though. Right? It's impressive. It is. Yes. Good. Pretty good. I do think. Yeah. I think in this one, I saw it more mm. than in the other ones. I really yes. like felt like, oh yeah, he is who that he becomes that old guy. Yeah. I think yeah. Uh, everyone's. Everyone except Hayden Christensen's performances were turned up. Dude, mm. everyone hated on Hayden in this situation. Yeah. Hayden Christensen truly said every line like he was in a porn. <laughs> he was just like, oh, I he can't believe. He talks like a New Yorker. You know, he's like, oh, know. he's like, no, I love you. I don't care what they say. Puppetine is good. And you're just like, what? It is weird because I do think he's so cute. I'm like, just be good. I think he's going for like, like gritty and dark and tough. Kind yeah. of vibes in Someone this movie, should have but been he's like my friend. That's not you. Right? It should have been like Johnny Depp or something. Yeah, mm. that, I think like that someone kind of like who could be like or like Skeet Ulrich. Ooh, oh, kind of like Skeet Skeet Ulrich. Where is Skeet Ulrich? I don't know. I just started watching The Craft the other oh night. Oh my god, and Skeet's up in there. And Scream, one of my favorites Ugh, of all time. One thing it. I think about this movie, by the way, as I was watching it this time through, is that the actors almost always, from what I understand, are just in a green screen room. Like mm. none of the, their surroundings were real in the physical world, which I think probably has a disorienting effect on yes. your performance. I think that like, must be you really don't weird. really know what the movie is that you're in in some no, basic that's way. So weird. I think if you do green screen, you should let watch actors watch playback. Yeah, yeah. To well, be like, wait. are you a little stilted? I mean, you oh. are watching a green screen, but like you could. You could change aspects of your performance if you know what you're doing. Yeah. I think that don't true. have an environment to act yeah, with. So it's yeah, like, let me yeah. just watch myself. I think yeah. I was I imagining like more real sets than there are in this one because I thought when there's a moment where Anakin is like about to go down like the big hall with all the columns, like leading up to the building. Mm-hmm. So vague. Mm-hmm. 
um, I was like, that would be really powerful to be in that space. Like, it's so massive. I know, but like, he might not have yeah, been he probably at wasn't. All. Yeah, he's <laughs> right. probably like looking at a wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, every interaction that Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman had was so insane. Yes. When she is wearing a ball gown, brushing her curled hair. It's so weird. It was so. It was a strange choice. All her outfits were kind of weird in this one. She had yes. almost like a nighty dress on at one point. Yes. She. So she. She comes back to him, right, and tells him that she's pregnant, and he's, yes. like, so happy, and then he— Is he happy, or is he just like, okay? Well, <laughs> yeah. That's really more what he's I'm like. You're okay. But he does go, I'm happier than I've ever been now that you're— He said something like that. He's like, She's got an esh thing, right? Yeah. Something, something about his esh. Yes. His she is, is like, yeah. acting so hard in all of her scenes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Her eyebrows are like— pure like slashes and she's like yes. I just want to know like is this okay and like what's going on like I, and he's just like so dead yeah and then she has a line that I really loved hold me like you held me at the lake in Nabu I don't know why I liked that line so much because I was just like what the fuck is Nabu <laughs> yeah I don't is remember that is that the Hawaii place Nabu that is oh Nabu oops Na- is that, I, I believe like that's where Jar Jar Binks is from oh. I believe that's Jar Jar Planet. Naboo. His beautiful water. Yeah. yeah. my wa- I watched it this time with my wife and kids, and my wife is always uh, very good at noticing people's hair in, <laughs> in mm-hmm. movies and TV shows and pointing out where, like, no, the character would never have had the time to do that. Oh, my God. Like, you know, all that stuff. We have talked about Natalie that with Natalie Portman. Portman. Yes, yes. And so she noticed it the first time Natalie Portman walked out, like, what is this outfit mm-hmm. and what is that hair? And then it just became hilarious because mm-hmm. literally every time she's in the movie, she <laughs> yes. has a new over-the-top yes. outfit and hair that yes. is completely different. And yep. as my wife pointed out, she's like, who's doing the hair? Yes, we wonder don't the same thing. thing. And I think the answer is C-3PO. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I can see the only possible answer. But see, we got mad because it's like, yeah, she must, She should have like people working for her. Yes. She also yes. had like a rolly suitcase that was like, we were very you had upset to pull about it. That. It's like, that should be a robot. Yes. Like, come on. Yes, R2-D2 should be able to store your luggage. Yeah, his head she's open up. Right. She's in hiding with literally nobody with her. Mm-hmm. She's just cordoned right. off, like quarantined in this apartment. Yes. And her hair is getting elaborately done for whose benefit, by the way? You know, he's for, not noticing. No. no. He's too busy <laughs> just emoting. Uh, also, R2-D2 could fly. Yeah. There like was some funny blasters. stuff happening with R2 this uh, oh. episode. And I, was like, I mean, why don't you always use these jet blasters if you have them? I feel mm. like those are new. I feel I like he just got them put in. But this is one of the logistical problems of the prequels, that the technology is, like, better in prequel mm-hmm. world than it is in the next four. <laughs> that which, has bothered me. And I think the yeah. CGI in general always was jarring to me because it's like, shoot it as close to the originals and make it, like, feel like it's going in that order. Like yes. that, that would be yeah. so cool. But the CGI was the best in this one that of the it three. It looked really good. It mm. was the smoothest and least annoying to me. And I felt like everything felt as real as possible. Whereas in previous ones, I was like, mm-hmm. this looks janky. Like, it looks like they just developed this technology and, like, threw everything in. Yeah. yeah. But I think my my perception of CGI changes over the years. Like, I was just talking to somebody about Titanic, and when that first came out, like, I completely bought the breath mm-hmm. that yes. was animated in, but I saw it again recently and was like, no, it's cartoon breath. They have cartoon <laughs> breath. I know, and you I know? Know, that confuses me so much, though, because it's like, Okay, just because we haven't seen the technology, we buy it more. Right. But, like, it still looks not real. Like, but it takes seeing better technology to understand yes. that it doesn't look mm-hmm. real. Isn't that strange? It's really yeah, weird. It's very weird. Odd. 
So this time, like, the robot bad guy was bugging me on cartoon oh, that grounds. That weird I was dog like, thing. Mm. It was like a dog skull, and he was coughing. <laughs> yes. I sort of liked yes, him. Why, why was he ill? What He's, like, sick. Well, he, has some gen- he has some organs built. Like, he has, he has very little bit of a living organism. Okay, so he can get sick. Yes. But nothing else but is beneficial from having that, basically. Like, you, can, <laughs> you, you are... Right. Likely to I mean, be coughing also, throughout the film. He had four arms and four lightsabers, and Ewan McGregor was just like, let's do it. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, boy. I also read something about this movie that in that scene where they're having that big battle, there was a really elaborate fight scene planned out. But George Lucas was like, you know what? Let's <laughs> just have Obi-Wan uh, send that big giant thing down on top and crush all those people. And let's just not shoot the part where he fights them because it's it's look at the time. Oh <laughs> yeah. my god, yeah. that's very I sort of funny. We that. gotta get out of here. Like, we, we gotta give him the location. It's gonna take too yeah. long. I'll just jump He'll just over wave the, his yeah. hand and crush them with a thing. <laughs> and then the way these old men flipped around in this movie oh, was know. so funny the to me. The flipping is fucking hilarious, <laughs> and even Yoda flipping. I'm like, I know. Just it, chill. Yoda flipping. <laughs> Made me laugh so hard. Yoda just like, wa- the one moment I laughed was when he walked in the room and just like force, used the force to like knock over the two security people. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's funny. And then he but had I'm his like, life threatened mo- mo- moments later and I was panicking. Everyone used the force at all times. Uh, okay, wait, can we talk about the part where Mace Windu, um, is he's fighting Palpatine? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so this is kind of an important part because this is when Palpatine basically convinces Anakin Tell me if I'm wrong. Mm. He's like, kill this Jedi. Mm-hmm. Because, because the only yeah. way to save Padme. Padme mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. the stuff I have to. Truly, Palpatine was like, I'm super evil and I'll help you. And Anakin was like, sure thing. Yeah, So because he was basically halfway to the dark side. Mm-hmm. So he just took that moment and just went with it. Even though, okay, Palpatine's fucking transformation wild. was it was, I was yes. disgusting. Barfing everywhere. All oh, his teeth, <laughs> the eyes, it was so the wrinkles. And, and that's I was because like, Mace Windu is hitting him with the electroshock, right? Yeah, like really hard. Yes. Like he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, he's like hitting him power. back with like the lightning or whatever. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I think Palpatine's using the electroshock yes, to try to get Mace Windu. And then right. Mace Windu's using the lightsaber mm-hmm. to fight it. Oh, yeah. But they're not. But they're not. It's not mm-hmm. enough. And Palpatine's like, I'm getting weak. Yes. Yeah. And then he's like, he got like dentures. Yes. It was fucking oh, crazy. And then these wrinkles and then these nasty fucking contact lines. I, I do think that was some of the best, like, like a CGI or like practical yes, effects. That morphing. really real. It was upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. And then you better believe Anakin cuts off both of Mace's hands that was and then kicks him out the window. I know, I felt bad about that. I was yes. like, you threw away Samuel L. Jackson? Seriously. That was the wrong choice. Ugh. That was a good, exciting death, though, because like, mm-hmm. you don't want him to die, and it, it felt like, damn, he's really going to be bad now. Palpatine, by the way, makes no effort to hide the extent of his evil. That's like, no, you know, yes. you would think yeah, if like you're sleeping. trying to... Yeah. <laughs> He's like, trust me, this is for your own good. It's hard to believe. Oh, he's so gross. And then he like holds court and nobody was like, eh, your face. No one cares. For a while before he's like, they did this. And uh, everyone's like, oh, a little explanation. Oh my God. Um, Also this whole time, uh, what's his face? Anakin's been having... Nightmares about yes. Padme dying during childbirth. And 
in my brain, was it Palpatine who was putting those nightmares in his head mm. to help him turn him to the dark side? It's honestly next oh. level viewing. I, I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're getting into subtext. Yeah. Oh. I was really getting into it. I was really enjoying myself last night during this eight hour movie. It was so long. I put it on like at four o'clock and I was done at midnight. I was like, why is this happening? I'm so tired. Also, every scene that Padme is in, she is even more pregnant. I'm like, what is yes. the timeline of this pregnancy? I know because mm. we famously, George Lucas likes to use real time yes. for most things. Like a race will take 30 minutes if mm-hmm. it's a 30 minute race. Oh. However, her pregnancy is going faster than basically yes. anything. And maybe, maybe it's space pregnant where she's like, bloop, maybe. Bloop. Or maybe he doesn't understand women's bodies and he's like, you get pregnant, you have a baby. That's what he's happened like, to me. It's twins. They're getting they just pretty fast. <laughs> oh my God. And when those twins were born, they were like two years old. They were the biggest I fucking know. baby. <laughs> well, and then the like robot nurse was like holding a fake baby and then brought over like, and then it's, it turned real when like oh, Natalie. Really? Por- yeah, because uh-huh. I think like they couldn't have it floating in, or something. I don't know how, what the reasoning was. You know, it was like a really child goofy. labor laws. You can't have a floating baby. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the baby from Ally McBeal. <laughs> and then they brought over a real baby. <laughs> we got the I best the, dummy I, baby in the business. I had the subtitles on and the like nurse was like, blue blah. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is so funny. <laughs> I've always heard that like when uh, there's an alien language in a movie like this, like some kind of linguist has been hired to create the language. Oh. But maybe they kind of cut corners on yeah, that, that one. Yeah, and they're just like, blop. whatever, blop. That's uh, what Yeah, this one says blue blop. And, uh, yeah. and then to justify Padme dying... The little robot goes, she's lost her will to live. And I was like, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's it? That was fucked up. You could have just lost her will. Why don't you try to save her? Yeah. Also, they could have just been like, she died during childbirth. Well, there's that's that a real too. thing. Yeah. 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 Right. She wasn't like, mm-hmm. I don't really care anymore. Yeah, she's, she's like, like mm, died. Bye bye. She seems tired. Let's let her die. Did they know it was going to be twins or was that a surprise in that moment? Because I think I might have missed something. Um, I, I don't think like, they knew it was going to be twins. Yeah, I don't yeah. think anyone knew. I think it was supposed to be like a surprise, right? But she named the girl so So fast. quickly. She goes, oh. Luke. And then they're like, bloop, bloop. And then she was like, Leia. And then well, she was now, like, peace out. Yeah. You, when you're expecting a child, if you haven't determined, if you don't know the gender ahead of time, you have, you're ready with a boy and a girl mm. name. Great point. See? Mm-hmm. That is a great right. point. Thank you. You just made it make sense. <laughs> See? <laughs> There's one thing they did right. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, we should take a break. Okay. Okay. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little 
uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Ooh, do you want to make your mom smile? Start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brand she loves. And guess what? It's delivered with the same day with DoorDash. Get 50% off your next order of up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now on DoorDash. And the promo code is NEWCOMERS. Listen, moms are a gift. I know that best. So give her the best this Mother's Day. Select from hundreds of expertly crafted bouquets to the best of tech to self-care essentials delivered right to the door. Get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with the code NEWCOMERS. That's NEWCOMERS. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. Get a Mother's Day gift as unique as she is with DoorDash. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. And now we are back. Um, <laughs> when Anakin starts to like really turn and he's on the fire planet and then, mm. uh, what is Natalie Portman's name in this movie? Padme. Padme. When Padme comes, I'm like... Girl, are you stupid? Like, you know he's up to no good. I know, what did you she's expect like, I've him? heard these rumors. Yeah. <laughs> Is it true? No. Is it true you killed the childrenlings? I don't know. What do they call the little kids? Younglings. Uh, younglings. Right? younglings. <laughs> <laughs> Having yeah. captions on is really helpful for me because mm. I, like, remember things better from reading them. Oh. Yeah, so that part was, like, really crazy. And then she, she thinks she's going to get something out of him. But then what happens? They just leave each other. 
He's so like, he like hits her, right? He like, oh, he chokes her. Oh yeah. Oh wait, I forgot. He yeah, there was some domestic violence oh. on the fire planet. Mm. So he like chokes her without touching her. Oh and right, right, right. Obi Wan's like, what the fuck, dude? Mm. And he like lets her go, and he's like, you made me do this, and right. it's like, no, dude, you did. And it. to me, I was like, maybe that's part of why she died because she had like her oh. air cut off, oh. and then it was like. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that's why he believes Palpatine when he says you killed her. Yes. Because that that did go down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. You're the reason it happened. Yeah. 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 And that lightsaber fight was very exciting. It Um, actually was. I really enjoyed myself. I did, too. And also, as far as CGI, I was like, wow, this is wild. Like, none of this could possibly have existed. And yet I'm kind of I'm kind of buying it. I totally. Yeah, I agree. And it was 2005. So it's still pretty old Mm -hmm. CGI. Yeah. But did they remaster this on Disney Plus? Oh, maybe. Now, what what kind of industry is doing business on a lava planet. And what <laughs> but there were purpose? two people working in the lava river. Did you clock them? No. Oh, there were human they people? They were floating past two alien people being like, yeah. mm. <laughs> I love that. I mean, there are robots hard at work on lava yeah, planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were they? I forget. They do explain what's what that industry is, what's going on oh, there. Oh, did they? There I was some kind of explanation. didn't catch that. Yeah, but um, it seems like a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> Leave Lava Planet alone. This was a really good fight, though. It mm-hmm. was very, like, the stakes were high. I also was wondering about the stage combat, like, planning and how specific they yes. are in terms of, like, every movement or if they kind of, like, go for it. I know? think it's very specific. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, I think they choreograph so you don't get hurt. And then right. you rehearse, 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 rehearse so you don't hurt each other, yeah. I think. That would be think hard to memorize. Like, yes. I go here, then I go here, then I go here. Well, here's a fun thing to do, which I did. We we watched that whole fight sequence, which is extraordinary. Then go straight from that into the Vader versus Obi-Wan fight sequence in the very first Star Wars movie Ooh, from 1977, ooh, which good. is two old men barely touching yeah, one another's like, <laughs> swords. Oh my God, that's awesome. It is so, like, it is the lamest thing on earth. <laughs> Did your kids, like, have a reaction to that? Like, Oh, or- yeah, they, yeah. That, that that contrast in things is hilarious to them. Yeah. Yes, they Had they that. seen the first, have they seen them all? Um. Uh, no. Yes, I guess they have. Well, one thing I did, I got I got my hands on a despecialized version of the first Star Wars movie. Despecialized. Despecialized. So it's a fan edit that oh. somebody put together that takes out all of the special edition bullcrap. Wow. Okay. And it and it's it's restored from an original print from 1977. That's my. Oh, it's I have a weird thing beeping. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I have various weird things in my pockets. That beep. Sure. It's uh, this little droid. It's a little R2D2. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, rented out the silent movie theater and just watched it on the big screen, wow. like as it appeared in 1977 oh, that's with the original cool. title. That's awesome. Yeah, that was good fun. Oh my and, god, that's so cool! You did that. Yeah, yeah. But just invited all the kids I knew of, and so my my kids saw it then, and then we have since watched Empire Strikes Back and the Jedi at home. So, so they've seen them, yeah. but they never saw the first two prequels and probably never will. They shouldn't. Mm, no, they yeah, really shouldn't. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. This one, I think they can watch. This one, I thoroughly, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it too. I, yeah. this, I think like, I, I this might go second for me. I think I'm like Return oh. of the Jedi. Oh, no, I think I'm Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, Revenge of the Sith, okay. the holiday episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this one's my fourth favorite. Wait a minute, I'm confused. Your your number one favorite Star Wars movie so far is Return of the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is an article. I don't know how to Google it. 
somebody comes up with 50, there's a 50 reasons why Return of the Jedi is horrible. And they're all exactly right. They're but I all- love the Ewoks. We, yes, we do <laughs> like those Ewoks. Oh. It's honestly that simple for me. I was like, this is the funnest one. Yeah. It's what the you, most your Muppety favorite? one. Yeah, yeah that's your... why I like it. My opinion is that the very first Star Wars movie that came out is in a class all by itself, Ugh. and it doesn't even belong on a list with any of the other ones. It is, I think it is an art movie. Ugh. I think it is so Ooh. amazingly great. I, Don't listen to our watch along. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we lose hope during a new you, hope. Well, of course, it's slow, and it's, it's, so it's a very slow. different kind of movie. Like, as soon as you get it to Empire Strikes Back, that's a blockbuster with, like, action sequence mm-hmm. after action sequence. Yeah. But the first one wasn't even trying to be anything like that. It was like, right. I I really believe it's like a it's like a story that takes its time. We have all we have this slow sequence with R two D two wandering through a canyon. You know yeah, what that I mean? Like a big problem for me. <laughs> I love it along, and I love how dirty it is, and how like ramshackle it is, yeah. and what a just a messed up world it is. And and also, if you think about like he just created this entire world of, with backstories and everything that's just. You're just seeing that what is obviously the tip of a huge iceberg of ideas in that movie. Well, I do. What you said about him saying that there were going to be nine Mm. makes me feel like I would have been more excited at that time about all of it Mm -hmm. than me now. Like the idea that like, oh, this thing we really everyone really was talking about it. It's exciting. It's different. These characters are strange and like unique. And he has a big plan in mind. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take him 20 to 30 years to execute all uh-huh. Yeah, more. it's taken forever. Yeah. Yes. How much time is in between Empire Strikes Back and uh, Phantom Menace? Do we know? Oh, you mean uh, Return of the Jedi and the Phantom Menace? Oh, wait. Is Return of the Jedi the, the sixth one? Yeah, so that would have been like 1983 to 19, I want to say, 97 or something Damn. like that. Something like that. So long yeah, time. that's a long time. And like, we don't have that patience no. now. Like, mm. Fast and the Furious is like, we'll make eight movies within 10 years. And like, I'm like, just, God bless. I yeah. love them. <laughs> <laughs> it all moves so fast now. Like, this is like really requiring a lot of patience from everyone. But all the fans are so invested. But you know mm. what I like is how much the fans also can hate everything. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, George Lucas has said that the reason he released a new Star Wars movie on Wednesdays was so that all the lunatics would go and see it on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday, and the normal people can go on the weekend. Wow, <laughs> so funny! And it's so rude to his to his loyal fan that base that's so... making him a multi-millionaire really those three days. Cool. Yes, <laughs> I think it's very cool. Also, he's like looking out for normal people. Yes. Who are like, oh, date night. That's yeah. what he's thinking. Like, like, next to a boy that's like, ah. Yeah, you can bring your family on Saturday because all the lunatics went to a midnight screening on Wednesday <laughs> right. night. You know what was that thing I was t- I tweeted that um what's his face Harrison Ford yeah said, Harrison the, he was asked if he wanted to be like a ghost uh, his opinions on like ghost Jedi yeah or something. ghost Jedi and he was like, like I don't know what care. the fuck that is and I don't care I got a red carpet <laughs> which I was is like, so You're funny cool as hell <laughs> so funny that is the coolest thing ever I also just saw a clip of him this is unrelated on um Ellen. And he was, like, talking about his workout routine, and they showed a picture of him on a bike. And then Ellen's like, okay, but you say you work out, but you're riding this electric bike. He's like, it's not an electric bike. She's like, I had the same one. That's what that is. He's like, it's not. And they just go back and forth (laughs) saying yes and no for, like, a minute. 
And he's like, it's not, I swear. I, I've actually seen people with electric bikes. And I go, why Why do you have that? <laughs> that is such a funny argument to I have. I know. Just two rich people being like, I don't know what my toys do. I know. <laughs> I, I think he might be my new favorite person, though, if he's just talking shit about this all the time. It's kind of great. We He was like, we watched the holiday um, episode oh, or yes, movie or whatever. Yes, I was just saying, I just digitized a VHS version of that that I found in my garage. It's, and it's my uh, favorite one. It's good, but then he was. Someone asked him on a red carpet if he would do another thing like that, and he said, "I'd kill myself." It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Such I would dream myself. You know, and it's so bold to say that. Yes, just like yeah. he doesn't give a shit. No. Like he's already done the movies. People love him. Yeah. He's Harrison Ford. He's yeah. now acting with a CGI dog in Call of the Wild. I saw that on a bus. Mm. Oh. I am looking forward to knowing more about that. I, I love that book. Growing up, we'll watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, talking about somebody was trying to cast like an independent movie and there was some talk of would Harrison Ford do it? And this agent said, uh, Harrison Ford does not understand the concept of not being paid his full quote. So you will never oh. see him in like an indie movie. You will never see him in some small thing looking for cred. Oh my God. Like if he gets a phone call saying, you know, nobody's getting paid for this, but it's a great script. He would go, excuse me. That's that's hilarious. So funny. He doesn't care love about the art. to get to that point. Yeah, like, oh God. Yeah, I don't understand anything below this. Why would I what do it if I don't about? get millions That's of like dollars. Linda Evangelista famously said she doesn't get out of bed for more than or less than a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that, that's a nice luxury. It really is. For like a like a hand clap. Yeah. <laughs> Someone be like, you look nice today. I'm like, Thank you. <laughs> also, okay, when Anakin gets all burnt up, I was really upset. Yeah. And then Obi Wan just like leaves him, and I was like, I think you should kill him to put him yes. out of his misery. Oh, I know. that's true. But I get it. Like you don't want, like Jedi's don't kill Jedi's and. I well, I thought this was good because when we see Darth Vader's face in the previous film, it's mm-hmm. so fucking gross and weird yes. that this mm. there had to be some story that connects mm-hmm. Hayden Christensen's face to the chewed up bubblegum we yes. saw <laughs> later. Mm-hmm. And this really did it. I felt like this was like a very yes. satisfying mm-hmm. explanation. And then I was like, oh my God, did his face look like chewed up bubblegum because it's infected? They just put a helmet on, locked it up, and then he's just going to roam around. <laughs> I know, they just like <laughs> sealed it. it. It's disgusting. Yeah. Ugh, I was like, that must have smelled. You know how you take a Band-Aid off? <laughs> yes. And your face and like, his whole body your is a Band-Aid. Your fingers are wrinkled and His whole body weird. is Band-Aid yes. skin. Yes. Oh, how awful. So gross. Oh, my God. I love them, that moment where Obi-Wan, because he, whatever, the way they're situated, Obi-Wan is like, don't come at me. I yes. will destroy you. Yeah. Like, you... The way we are situated, I can't help but yes, kill you. I have the higher ground. Yes. And he's just like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Yeah. If they could swear in these movies, that would be more fun for me, I think. I agree. Oh, yeah. What the fuck are you doing? You're not a Sith. <laughs> You're not a fucking Sith. You're a Jedi. <laughs> oh, I also boy. really liked what he said. When, okay, Obi-Wan was talking to Anakin, and Anakin was like, if you're not on my side, you're against me. And he was like, that's not the way, a Jedi doesn't think in absolutes. And I was like, oh, I like that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not black or white. Jedis have, like, nuance, and they care about people, and they're like, hey, if you're against me, let's talk about it and figure out what's going on. I like that. Yes. I think I'm a Jedi. I think think you are a Jedi. (laughs) Also, when Anakin was talking to uh, Padme, and he was like, we could rule this universe. And she's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, I don't know how you're just now seeing that this man is a lunatic. Yeah. 
pregnancy guess, brain explains yeah, yeah. it. Pregnancy it's brain, just not she's in everything. love. They had yeah. three weird conversations on a balcony. <laughs> um, okay, wait. What happens with Yoda? There's a whole thing. Oh, there's a fight in the Senate where Palpatine throws Senate saucer seats at him. Yeah, and I screamed. What? You can't ruin that. That's for the Senate. (laughs) (laughs) You're an institutionalist. I thought thought Yoda looked nice in this one. Mm. Yes. I I prefer him as a a A puppet. puppet, But I don't, and I didn't like him in the previous two Mm -hmm. prequels, but Mm. this was my favorite one. He looked the most real. Fine. Mm -hmm. But also, Yoda didn't speak like Yoda the whole movie. He would say something's very normal then and then the revert end, back to his weirdism. Oh. At the end, he had like 10 sentences in Yoda speak. And I was like, yes, some of these could be flipped around. Yeah, you don't want to hear too much of that because then it starts, you start asking the question, why does he talk like that? Mm-hmm. Is that what is the problem? Yeah, he can communicate <laughs> with everyone else. Yeah. And then the, like, it kind of kills some of his like comebacks. Like he said, not if anything to say about it, I have. Yeah, and then, right. like, was already, like, giving the force to the guy. And I was like, that one you probably should. Yeah, lines like that just make you say, like, yeah. do, you, is this, do you have to do this? Yeah. What's going on? That was kind of goofy. This is something to do with his species? I doubt it. Yeah, we, we don't know. I mean, we, we haven't seen see other any, ones. We don't see any more Yodas. I think there was a thing, like, when they, the first time they ever show the Senate, which I guess would have been in The Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. you see, like, a whole bunch of Greedos in a box. And a whole bunch, and I think oh, there might have been no. a bunch of Yodas. I gotta see a Lady Yoda. <laughs> there is one because in my fan fiction, I I mentioned it, so I had googled if there was a female Yoda, a Yadette or something, or like oh, a Yad I, mean, I think we need another holiday special just centered around the Yodas. I would love it if they were all puppets too, and it's like labyrinth and just like fully. What a treat, George! If you're listening, we know you are. We <laughs> need a holiday special with the Yoda. Please, that would be a hit. And Baby Yoda's in it, and they, he puts uh, a star on the Christmas tree. Oh, <laughs> of course he does. He just climbs up the tree. <laughs> oh, I would enjoy that. Oh, that'd be so cute. <laughs> okay, I also liked how they handled the babies and how they would be raised. I thought mm-hmm. that was really sweet. Mm. Um, well, when just, Lawrence fit, was it? No, no, Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith. Like, yes, I've been wanting to adopt. You know, it's like oh, oh, that yeah. worked out. We'll take this one to a gorgeous planet where she'll be a member of a royal family, and this and one to a pile take this of. One Sand. Yeah, so we could be a moisture farmer. <laughs> moisture yes. farmer. I know, she's like, I'll feed him all the blue milk. I wish she had said that. Why? What was the justification for sending him to Tatooine? What was the explanation? I don't. She think- just goes, go with the with his family. Whoever says it with his like, family. Oh right, because his. Oh yeah, Anakin was oh, from his Tatooine. Aunt right, right. and uncle. Mm-hmm. But like, why are they oh. split? Like, why doesn't Leia go with him? Or why? Because Jimmy Smith was like, I want a girl. We wanted a girl. Well, he did say that they got split mm. up because that's how it starts in A New Hope. Yeah, and I think theoretically, I truly think it's just because that was what was yeah, said. Yeah, it doesn't make. But sense. But it's going to be harder up. for Darth Vader to find his children, which oh. he's going to want to do. However, giving them to Darth Vader's own aunt and uncle or whatever, you know, <laughs> right? It's not pretty easy peasy. Back to his home planet is not uh, right. That would be his. Wait, yeah, because it's that would it's, be his like brother or sister. Right, it's Luke's aunt and uncle, mm-hmm. oh, but it's maybe it's um his. Padme's family or something. No. No, right? She's because a- Anakin is from Tatooine. So yeah, I guess it's his It's not a good hiding place. No. And it's also not a great hiding place for Obi-Wan. But then Obi-Wan's like, I will make sure he's taken care of for some. Mm-hmm. I liked that part. And that felt mm. the most like name the actor who plays the Alec Guinness. Thank you. That yeah. felt the most like him. Like I mm-hmm. felt like he was embodying that mm. character. Wait, when does Darth Vader learn that his kids are alive? 
Right. I think he doesn't know until he senses Luke Skywalker oh, okay. in A New Hope. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm curious if we know Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru's last name. Are they Skywalkers? Well, it says, delivers Luke to his step-uncle and aunt, oh, his... Owen and oh. Beru Lars, Lars on Tatooine. Okay. So why is it his step? Step-uncle? Hmm. What does that mean? Your step-uncle? Your step-parent had married someone? Wait, yeah. what? Your step-parent. Hmm. So he has a step-mom? Oh, yeah, because Anakin's mom, when she was murdered, was living with that dude that wasn't his dad. Oh. Thank you. Oh, okay. oh my God. We're kind of amazing. <laughs> yes. I just took credit for what you did, but I feel it's, it's no, crazy. we all did it. We that all honestly did it. is so crazy yes, that you that were able to just figure that out. Very yeah. hard. Well, that I could see how uh, Darth Vader might not think to check there. No, yeah. That you seems know? removed mm-hmm. enough. Kind of that random dude who was married to his mom. Right. Also, George Lucas makes a cameo during the opera scene. He is the blue-faced being named Baron Papanoida that you see outside of Palpatine's box, and it marks his first and only appearance in any of the Star Wars films. Oh, my God. Also, his daughter and her boyfriend... Uh, provide the sounds for General Grievous's coughing. <laughs> That's goofy. That's Dad, so fucking I weird. I want to be an actor. Okay. Uh, <laughs> cough stay, over here. Stay here and cough a few times. Also, my favorite character name in this movie is Commander Cody. Because <laughs> it sounds like he's each- on like step by step. <laughs> each movie has a very simple name for somebody. Mm. And I oh, love there he it. Is. Yeah, Commander Cody. So here's a bit of trivia. Hayden Christensen wanted to wear the Darth Vader suit in the films as it had always been a dream of his. This was in the DVD commentary. Though the filmmakers hesitated as Christensen was too short. Now mm. I got to know how tall he is. Mm. They eventually let him wear the suit on screen, but Christensen had to look through the mouthpiece of the Darth <laughs> Vader costume, not the eyes. <laughs> That's sad now. very funny. Also, George Lucas purposely made Darth Vader's suit uncomfortable, heavy, and cumbersome. This way, as Hayden Christensen walks around in the armor, especially after first being put into it, his moments or his movements seem awkward. After all, Darth Vader isn't used to wearing it yet. That's, For the record, he's six feet tall, so... Well, Darth Vader, Christensen is? Yeah. The oh, that's costume tall must be. David Prost. Yeah. Like, probably like 6'5". Yeah. If he's looking through a mouthpiece. But by the way, that sounds like some BS there that Hayden Christensen was like, um, this costume is really uncomfortable. <laughs> and George Lucas was like, oh, on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I right. did that to, I did for you. I'm doing that to help your performance. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, let's see. This is the first Star Wars movie to receive a rating higher than PG. It was a PG-13. I wonder what makes it. Well, the, little... the slaughter of the younglings is pretty rough. Mm, yeah. yeah. Right? There's a, yeah, there, is there blood? There's blood in this movie. I guess, like, no. there was, like, a head being chopped off that was pretty aggressive. Uh-huh. Um, good show. Someone gets a lightsaber, chop off their oh, head. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Mm. Can't think of who it is, but. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. When Anakin arrives on Mustafar and is shown putting on his hood, his mechanical arm is missing. What? Mm. It's like Dame Judy Dench's ring being on during Cats. <laughs> Which is very funny. <laughs> look out for it. George Lucas's three children play cameos in the film. Jet is a young Jedi called Zet Jukasa. Oh, that was a real stretch. <laughs> Amanda plays a character called Tur Tanil, and Katie plays a blue skinned alien called Chi Ikwe. Oh, Tur Tanil? Both Tur-tanil. visible when Palpatine arrives at the Senate after being saved by the Jedi. Oh, I see. That's nice that he puts mm-hmm. He did that before, I think, too, in a previous one. I think his son was in something. Jet, I feel like we read a, a fact about him before. This photo of Zet Jukasa that we've been provided here, th- it looks to me like the actor is not ready. Oh, my God, I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> he looks... Uh... 
Oh my god, that kid! It looks like a it looks like a school photo. Yeah, that's oh, his I son. That's amazing. Great. I guess that's George Lucas. I want son. a full size poster of that. On my <laughs> also, who is Governor Co. Bibble? Governor Co. Bibble. You know what I decided I need? I want a full size Ewok for my house. That is like a just like standing there. I. I'm going to look for one for you. Wouldn't that be awesome? I would love it. Yeah. I wanted to buy this Ewok treehouse. That was a toy that I mm. saw, but it was like hundreds of dollars because mm. it was like in pristine condition. I almost bought my nephew a life-size R2-D2 that can roll around your house and beep boop at you and stuff like that. But I thought, oh, I should mention it to my brother first. And he was like, no, <laughs> don't do that to that me. That would be awesome for you as <laughs> yes. the uncle. As the uncle. As yeah. the hero like, uncle. Look what I got yeah. to annoy you. That's so, well, how tall is R2-D2? Pretty tall, right? Like maybe three pretty feet? pretty big. Yeah, feet? I would say, yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah, that would have been. I mean, we haven't even gotten to like BB-8 and all this shit. He's someone you'd probably want around your house. He's like a little guy. Yeah, it's adorable. <laughs> That's his name is just BB8. Yeah. Mm, For whatever reason, I thought it was BB8 ball. Mm. <laughs> 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 but BB8. BB8. I'm, I'm gonna keep I'm calling really him BB8 ball. I'm really glad you thought it was BB8, BB8 ball. ball. Is the new R2D2? Isn't is the... an eight yeah. ball a type of like a, an amount of cocaine? Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Well, you can definitely buy a novelty uh, pool set that has an, the BB-8 as the eight ball, I'm sure. Oh, I'm yeah. Sure that, oh, yeah. They'd be yeah. fucking mm-hmm. it up if they didn't have that. <laughs> <They'd be laughs> <fucking it> up. <laughs> Every avenue must be explored. <laughs> We're into the merch. We're excited about mm-hmm. merch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we want a little have, Baby Yoda. Yeah, we need that. Do you have oh. um, toys and things? Yeah, I have all my I have my original Star Wars figures from the 70s. That's good. I do, but they're not in the package or they're not worth anything. So cool. And they've mm-hmm. lost their, their, you know, they have the retractable lightsabers that come out of their arms. Yeah. Those things like that are missing. But uh, I still have them. They're great fun. Where do you keep them? I keep them in a a little wooden box that my children made for me. Oh, Yeah. That was sort of them accepting that these are not toys for them to play with. That's cute. I get it. That's really cute. (laughs) They go in a box. Where do they make wooden boxes? Um, you know what? It was a cigar <laughs> box that they, they took some arts and cra- cla- craft class Aww. that they decorated. They put Star Wars kind of decorations Aww, on it. Yes, it's very adorable. nice. That's a lovely gift. They know I love Star Wars. And so my my little girl got me a Yoda doll for me to sleep with. Um, so that's another Star Wars item in my home. That's and that takes cute. up the other half of your bed and your wife's <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's huge. It's <laughs> ten times the size of any Yoda. Uh, <laughs> But oh what I, I almost bought, this is another almost R2-D2 purchase at, at Williams-Sonoma. They have a R2-D2 popcorn popper. Oh. It's like this size and it's like his, his you screw off the top of his head and it becomes the bowl that the popcorn Honestly, goes into. Honestly, this is great. It's Honestly, pretty great, right? Honestly, probably both need that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It kind of goes with the color scheme in my kitchen. It so, would be fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And you could store it. What, is it the size of RHD2 or is it a little and, small? Uh, what's this? Like two, bathroom two feet? Bathroom trash can. Okay. Yeah, bathroom trash can yeah. size. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's your like standard of measurement. <laughs> I'm like bathroom trash can or kitchen trash can. <laughs> More bathroom. <laughs> Outdoor trash can height. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, and I, I think I only said this downstairs that I ha- I still have all of my um, 
trading cards, all my Star Wars Ooh. and Empire Strikes Back trading cards. That's from good. When I was a did young you man. trade them when you were a kid, or did you try to just like? No, because um, well, maybe I did, but but the the cool thing is that on the back side of the full set of cards is like a puzzle that you put together mm-hmm. if you have them all. Mm. So it wasn't about like I've got more of these. It's like you wanted at least one of each to complete the puzzle. That's and cute. I'm, I'm missing one or two. Oh no, that's a pretty good way to get you to keep buying things. Mm-hmm. Mm. Star Wars. Is very good at keeping people latched onto it with like yeah. all of the merchandise. Yeah, it's kind of wild. Can I ask you your opinion on the movies we have ahead of us without mm-hmm. spoiling anything? But yes, what's ahead of you? Um, the late quills. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the late quills. I, I don't know. I have you no know, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Middle. So it's whatever. So it's <laughs> the C sequels. This was seven, eight, one. Two, what did we watch? Four, five. What did we watch? We watched four, four five, five, six, six one, one, two, three. three. Now we have, so we have seven, seven, eight, eight nine. nine. Uh huh. So seven. The Force Awakens made me very angry. Oh, I was angered by that movie, and okay. I am very much in the minority. Like people oh. love it. Oh. Big Star Wars fans that I know are like, "Oh man, it was great." I'm just like. I have so many beefs with it that I won't even share with you now. Oh, boy. But, uh, and then the second one, well, I really liked Rogue One. I thought that okay. was fucking that's great. That's Star like Wars story. Are you not going to watch that one? We, is that not we part of it? We might. Yeah, we might. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's, You're going to. Mars is that, saying that's yes. That's considered legend or something, right? No, that's or is that part canon? Of canon. Okay, that's canon. That's part we of just canon. learned about yes. legend and canon. Yeah, I You think... know, it fits between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope timeline-wise. Why oh. are they doing this to us? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? No, 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 no. This is so it's weird. too confusing. So wait, yeah. Rogue One is in between which? Sith and New Hope. So what? Revenge of the Sith and Luke is a toddler. Uh, you ne- there's no talk of Luke. Oh. oh, then who's the Rogue One? Um, huh? <laughs> what is Rogue One? I forget what actually it refers to. It who's might the be the name one? of a ship. I thought maybe Luke was the Rogue One. I thought Rogue One meant like a thing. Like, like the, it probably the does. Ship. I think it is the I name of a ship. I don't know what I'm talking about though. It's a, that one's really good. I did not see Solo. I was sufficiently scared okay, away yeah. from seeing that one. I remember okay. seeing the billboards for that. Same. Yeah. yeah. And then do you know the timeline when Solo takes place? I do not, but Probably I think it's early. Probably before A New Hope. Yeah. Because and then that's, that's right. Han's, his uh, origin story, right? Yeah, I think that's right. Okay. Yeah, and then the second of the, so the, oh, I'm forgetting the title. It's The Force Awakens and then the one I'm talking about and then The Last Jedi, right? So mm. the second later sequel you're looking at the wrong. Yeah, yeah I don't, don't know the title. Know. But I, I actually recently watched that for the first time. I put it mm-hmm. off for a while. And uh, I liked it a lot. And then I've heard that the final one is bad. And I think I'm going to solo it. I think I'm just not going to see it. Wow. Oh. I think I might just not see it. And then there's one coming out in December. There is? Wait, oh. that was December. I have no idea what month I it is. I think that was, yes, that was the, yeah. the last one. It's February now. <laughs> it's February now. <laughs> that came out. We haven't seen it yet, though. No. Yeah. Was that considered? Because that's the last one. That's, that's the ninth grade. I don't think I've heard a good thing about it. That's oh, the one you're no. saying you're not going to yeah, see. I yeah, I think I might just not see it. Okay. But there's you don't want to see how the saga ends? <sighs> Who's Kylo <I'm>... Ren? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to find out. <laughs> so wait. No, I don't care. Yeah, oh. that's number nine. Why did I think it was number 10? There's no 10. There is no 10. But so, I think there's only two like Star Wars stories, which is Rogue Solo One. and Rogue One, I yeah. think. And then we have Mandalorian. And then, oh, Mandalorian. Which actually, Paula Tompkins was just texting me today oh, yeah? saying- we should watch that and that oh. it's actually good and it's like okay. Baby Yoda will hook us in and that okay. really it's like 
eight 45-minute episodes, which still sounds long, but... Yeah, yeah that is long. Basically mm. over six Oof. hours or I've something. heard that's good, but I'm not very tempted. I don't, I don't need to see... So, sometimes I feel... Sometimes I am struck by the cynicism of the cash grab that's going on. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm not. Sometimes mm-hmm. I don't think about it, and other times I do. And so that's part of what bothered me about The Force Awakens. I was just like, I am just... Hearing the sound of cash registers this mm, entire that's time. That's interesting. Sometimes it bothers me, but other times it doesn't. Yeah. I don't know why exactly. But I get that though. Yeah, but the Mandalorian, I'm just like, wow, it, it has become yet another profit center. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. Wait, the Mandalorian is about Boba Fett? No. Mm. I think it's about Baby Yoda. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, honestly, that's the mm-hmm. only thing I actually know. That's that what we Baby want. Baby Yoda is very cute and presses a button. <laughs> he walks around with a cup of tea. Yes. He does. <laughs> that's baby cup of tea. I love the meme with Baby, baby Yoda. I don't like that he is 50, though. That's weird to me. I find oh. that a little bit concerning. Because mm. what do he look like as actual Baby Yoda? And like does a he lima have bean? like a diaper? <laughs> <laughs> does he have a diaper? He has like a brown cloth diaper. I oh remember my God. speculating uh, when we, that character was first introduced in like 1981 or whatever that because he says how old he is and like 400 something right. years mm-hmm. old that as a young person, he looked like any of us. He looked normal, but mm-hmm. it's just like centuries have turned him into that. Right. I guess that's incorrect. That's incorrect. No, it's, he's told. on a totally different timetable in terms of growth. Wow. Wait, does Weird. Baby Yoda have hair? I don't think so. Because like Yoda kind of has like Bernie Sanders hair vibes for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he might have, <laughs> he might have a sprout. Last night, I was like, did Bernie love Star Wars? <laughs> Just like oh a mess God. of white hair that no one's ever going to comb. Uh-huh. I'm trying Not to see. Even C-3PO would go near that. We didn't see very much of C-3PO in this movie. Well, he doesn't have a lot to do, but he's kind of hanging around in the background a lot. Yes. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Okay, Yoda, baby Yoda has just like um, skin fur. You know what I mean? Like a mm-hmm. little tuft. Like a little of, tuft. Just white hair kind of over the entire ears and head. Mm. He's really cute, and I need to own him, and that's all I know. Oh, my. I'm so mm. sad that you won't see the, the late calls. The last, I, I, it's just the one I haven't, I haven't seen Solo, and I haven't seen the last one. and Because I like the way that the second of the later sequels ended, mm-hmm. and I felt like, I don't know. I felt satisfied with that. That was a natural end? Yes. I'm not as invested in what remains to be resolved. And you're not a completist with this, right? Mm. Like some people are like, I have to see every single thing related to this. I can't do that. But I guess I have, (laughs) except for those two. But that's that's kind of a big (laughs) thing because I feel like this Mm. one just came out. And if you really wanted to see it, you would have been like one of the first people to go. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No. Mm -mm. Yeah. No. Yeah. And it took me a long time to see them. I just saw whatever the second one is called. So mm. in what's what's the name of the movie we're about to watch is uh the Force, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Who so Luke is Luke Leia, they're still alive. Wait, just Darth Vader's dead. What is the story? I guess I shouldn't ask. No, well, it picks up it picks up many years after uh-huh. Revenge of the Jedi, like roughly as many years as as it has been. After Return okay. of the Jedi. Yeah, Return of the Jedi. Uh, Interesting. I gotta like think about my timeline going into it. Yeah. Because if I just turn that on, I'll be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Darth Vader is dead, and so yes. is Obi Wan. But uh, like, that. who's the bad guy? I guess I'll yeah, find, I, out. find out. I'm excited because I don't even know who's in. I it. have no idea. Yeah. This Uh-oh. is. I think this is the first one where I have literally no references. Okay. Like I knew about Jar Jar in the right. Me too. The yeah. Prequels. I knew uh-huh. about. Uh, 
I don't know. I guess they knew about Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen being, being a, like a cardboard uh, box of an actor. <laughs> Honestly, he, come for me, Hayden. I, I, we could talk. I, Where is he now? And what's he doing? What is he doing? What is he doing? I want to know more. Oh my god! He was in that movie Jumpers. What's that? I don't know. It was a movie years ago, <laughs> and that's the only thing. He I was didn't in think Life of. as a House, I think, with um, Kevin Kline. Oh, was he? I like mm. loved that movie. I hope I'm not mixing it up with something, but I really loved it. And that was like probably like 2000, mm. so it was before this. And then I he guess got he's kind of retired. Oh. Maybe I'm gonna go to his. IMDb. Weirdly, like he is bad in the same way that the these movies overall are bad. So in a way, he's like he's doing the job. Right, he fits into the world. And if you hated Anakin the child, you'll hate him <laughs> mm-hmm. as an adult. Yeah, and the character is Darth Vader, who you should hate. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's all kind of supposed to be like that. But, okay, <laughs> but I wanted to like Darth Vader than to hate Darth Vader. Do you know what I mean? Well, oh, yeah, because at wow, first you, yeah. as when he's a little boy, you. He yeah. seems sweet and he's hopeful. sweet, cute, hopeful. And so it's but kind then, of sad that he's going to become this. But then he, like, grows up and, like, doesn't really care about anything. He never says a thing with emotion, so then he's like, no, I'm bad. And you're like, okay. That's he true. Had that one it's grade. not really a transformation from, no. a, from a potentially good guy to a bad guy. It's just no. kind of, he's always. And I think that's my real problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was in Little Italy, The Last Man, First Kill, 90 Minutes in Heaven, Outcast, Not the Band, American Heist. Uh, yeah, I haven't. Yeah, Jumper. Mm. That was in 2008. Is that the mm. most recent? No, his very most recent one is The Last Man is the last thing he was in. What's that? I don't know. Ooh, Harvey Keitel's in it. I'm in. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to screenshot this and watch it tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. I love Harvey Keitel. <sighs> when I was little, he did it for me. Oh. Can I tell you something That's about really uh, Harvey Keitel? Yeah. Yes. Where was I was in Scotland the summer of 2017. These commercials I don't believe ever aired in the United States. It's Harvey Keitel as his character from Pulp Fiction selling car insurance. Wow. <laughs> That's great. Get that money. Get oh that money, God. Harvey. Yeah. That's perfect. I'm trying to think if it's him or, or who this is, and I'm, I have to look up what Harvey Keitel looks like, I think. There's somebody in Japan who's on, like, every um, coffee machine, like, every mm-hmm. coffee vending machine, and it's mm-hmm. someone like that if it's not Harvey Keitel. It's, like, someone, some, like, an old American guy, just the face of this thing, and you would never know. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's not Harvey Keitel. I'm going to have to figure that out later. But. Okay. I, it's just so weird that you can like do these ads like in other countries and just be like, mm-hmm. actually, Natalie Portman is on a big building that my friend was posting about from uh, Thailand. She's like on this huge ad. Like, Will Smith is in giant ads in Italy. Yeah, it was oh, really like wow. in the airport. I was like, Will Smith? <laughs> and then so she was like, yeah, that's how a lot of people make a ton of money by yeah. just doing ads overseas that nobody in America ever sees. Right. Mm. Isn't that wild? How do we get into that game? I don't know. Um, (laughs) International Hollywood, if you're listening. (laughs) We're available. This is who it is. By the way, also available to sell out here. guy from Men in Black, whose name I can't think of. Oh, Oh, Tommy Tommy Lee Lee Jones. Jones. Mm. He's on like everything, every street corner. (laughs) Good for him. It is good for him. Yeah. Well, here's a review that we got for the podcast. Oh, yes. This podcast is so amazingly funny. I have never heard someone absolutely destroy my childhood in a way that makes me laugh so hard. (laughs) I love them both, and this is a must for any Star Wars fan who can laugh at the silliness of Star Wars and doesn't take the fandom seriously. That's nice. That's nice. We also got another nice one here. Absolutely addicting. It's so nice to hear people recreate the conversations that I've been having with my Star Wars addicted husband for the past six years. It's funny because it's all true. (laughs) 
That is nice. Thank you. And please go review us on Apple Podcasts. Please. And write a little nice thing and maybe we'll read it here. Yes. That was The second one's from Jackie Kelly. I don't have the name on the first one. And Oh, no, Day of the Robot. Yes, so thank Day you of both. the Robot. Oh, yeah. Day and if you robot. have something mean to say, keep it. <laughs> write it in your diary. Yeah. Tell your therapist. Yeah, write on a piece of paper, fold it up, and uh, put a stamp on it and ship it to somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> put it in a bottle and throw it in the ocean. Mm-hmm. So, plastic okay. bottle. Overall, <laughs> did you... Plastic bottle. Did you... You liked this movie, right? I think overall I liked it. Like, when I'm talking about my feelings about Star Wars mm-hmm. and my level of ability to enjoy it, this was near the top. I actually was like... I liked the origin stories for these characters that I care about from mm-hmm. the previous ones. It seemed the most meaningful in terms of, like, information that needs to get out there. Mm. Like, how did Darth become Darth? Mm-hmm. I want to know about the pregnancy and the birth. I do care about that. So, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was too long, but mm-hmm. I had a great time. I tee-hee-heed. I screamed. It was mm-hmm. good. During the fights, I was like, no! Oh! <laughs> I was, like, mm-hmm. really into it. Gotta say, I was really sad when Yoda took himself into exile. That really bummed me out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, I don't think you have to. You <laughs> just, like, failed a little bit. Like, just try again. <laughs> what is that song? Dust yourself off and try again? Yeah. Aaliyah, you know? They just start playing that. <laughs> Dust yourself off and try again. <laughs> so you are Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, this one are your top three. I, I actually think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And what about you? Mine is the holiday special, uh, <laughs> Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no. Is that the sixth one? Mm, uh, it's the, well, second. It's the fifth. It's the second and fifth. Wait, which one has the Ewoks? That's five? Jedi. Yeah, that's six. So that's six. Or, so yeah, five. Three. So it goes holiday, five, six. Mm. Three, one, two, and then A New Hope is not on my list. I really hated wow, it. Wow, that I is wild. Say, I think wow. the holiday one would be at the top of my list in terms of watchability. Like, I would actually mm-hmm. throw that on again as the like a holiday I'm one. Really as like a funny to watch thing. It again. Like, I'm maybe wow. some friends, like some funny. Because <laughs> so I recently wow. tried to watch it. It's bad. But it it's got great. some. It's got some good Crazy. weird stuff, and the Wookiees yes. like are mainly the only people talking for the whole mm-hmm. thing, and there's yeah. no subtitles. What's what's your top three? Uh, well, it's hard to say because, as I say, the original Star Wars is all by itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 someplace else. It's yeah. not on this list. <laughs> and then I guess same, same for me. Nicole. It just means right, something else. Exactly right in a different <laughs> way. I guess then it's Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, then maybe Revenge of the Sith. Then Return of the Jedi. Then whatever this second later sequel is, whose title I still cannot recall. Uh-huh. And then uh, that's where my list ends. Mm. There's no there's no other movies on the list. Okay. That's great. <laughs> All right. I like that. Well, thank you for joining us. Yes, thank really. you, thank you, so you so much. Do you have anything oh. you want to plug? Yes. Oh, well, the, yes. The review DVD is out. I also have an album that's coming out soon called Four More Sweaters. Great. Or that's great. Monsters Take Your Questions. It's a long title. What else? That's it. All I can think of. Yeah. Do you have Twitter and Instagram that you care to? TV's Andy Daly. There I you am go. On Twitter, and I believe I'm that on Instagram as well. Keep it simple for mm-hmm. everyone. Lauren, um, what would you like to promote? You know, I um, would like to promote, I'm on Good Girls. I'm recurring on Good Girls on NBC. Yeah. So you should watch that and see that. And then, you know, all my podcast shit that I tell you every week. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know when this comes out. My Instagram's Nicole Byer. My Twitter's Nicole Byer. Mm. I have a book coming out called <gasps> Hashtag Very Fat, Very Brave, The Brave Girls. No, The Fat Girl's Guide to Being Brave and Not a Melancholy 
Down the Dumps Weeping Fat Girl in a Bikini. It is the longest title. Wow. I don't know yeah, if I ever get it right. Was long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? Beat you on that. I said, give me all the words and I'll put them on a book. Um, I have a bunch of podcasts that you can listen to. Uh, my special is streaming on Netflix. It's the third episodes of, of Comedians of the World. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Watch my Netflix special. It's called yes, The Characters. characters. That's it's still so up good. there. Go see that stuff. Which episode is it? Do you know? It's the first one. There you go. Yeah. It's so very that's funny. Easy. Thank you. And so is yours. Thank I you. I loved your stand-up special. The Bachelorette character that you do with like... <laughs> like the Just an face, orange face. Blonde hair, big eyes. <laughs> is so funny. Thank you. Uh, what a dang treat. Well, wow. everyone go buy Andy's DVD. And yes, get his album. And oh, yeah. he was so funny. Oh, thank you. Tons of oh. extras, commentary tracks. And listen to Andy on my different podcasts you're so funny on comedy bang bang and everything mm-hmm. too. oh Just thank search you his name i have a new uh, podcast coming out but i'm not sure if it will be announced by the time oh. this is happening oh maybe can i can i plug one other stupid yes, thing mm-hmm. uh every wednesday at one no the first wednesday of every month at 1 p.m at the ucb sunset inner sanctum i'm doing an improv show called lunch prov where the audience is encouraged to bring their lunch and watch a a one o'clock weekday improv show. That's adorable. I, I love, love it. it. And it's been so much fun. And the audience does come. They bring lunch and they watch a show. I have been hearing that that's been going you, great. It's been, yes. every show has been fun. Yes. Yes. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. come check it out. And uh, yeah, because nobody has jobs in LA was my thought. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it's great. People are just <laughs> kicking around at mm-hmm. one o'clock and they should go do it's something. Like, uh, go leave my house somebody. today? Yes, exactly. All right. Okay. Well, that's it. Bye. 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 Love you very much. <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast.